Welcome to the Infinity Initiative, a 10th anniversary Marvel Cinematic Universe movie rewatch podcast. Episode 13, Captain America, Civil War. Hello there. Welcome to the Infinity Initiative. Avengers Infinity War is just over the horizon. To prepare, we're watching all the MCU movies in order. My name is Stuart and I'm joined by Mr. Ben Avery. Hello. It's good to join you. Great. We're big MCU fans and are super excited to rewatch these movies. So let's dive into the Russo Brothers 2016 Captain America Civil War. Hey, Ben, how's it going? It's going great. Good. It's going great. And uh, we're talking about a great movie here. This is this is a fantastic movie. Um, it's 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 a cat movie. So obviously it's good. Like you, it's a cat movie that's a Russo Brothers movie as well. Yes, that's and true. So too. we've gotten three great cat movies, but two of them are great for one reason, and one of them is great for other reasons. And the this all is, of which are the directors. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's there's different reasons though. I mean, the first one that's the period piece. That's yeah. a World War a World War Two superhero movie, mm-hmm. and it's great because of it. But Civil War, Winter Soldier, they're a great duology. Yes, they are. And this almost fits as a, an Avengers 2.5, oh, which yeah. I really like. Totally. Which I, really, I mean, because all of the Avengers are in this movie. <laughs> no, well, not all of them. Not all of them, because there's there's, there's a side movie. Like, we, we've, got, we've got two splits here. And right. so... We've got this movie and then we've got Ragnarok and it's it's almost like these are the they just branch off. So Avengers Ultron branches off in these two movies and then they'll come back together for Infinity War. It's almost like this is Avengers 2.5 and that's Avengers 2.75. Almost. Yeah, almost. So so let's dive into this. What do you remember when you first saw this movie? I remember liking it. I remember it being stuffed, mm-hmm. just stuffed with characters and things happening. It's not as tight as Winter Soldier, um, but thematically, I really liked what they were doing and where it was going. Mm-hmm. And because this Ant-Man's in here, <laughs> Black Panther gets introduced here. Spider-Man gets mm-hmm. introduced here. Um, we've got We've got War Machine. We've got Falcon. We've got... Vision and Scar- I mean, it's all the Avengers except for two, Hulk <laughs> and Thor. They're not in here. Uh, it's just it's a it's a stuffed movie full of of people, and somehow it manages to still be a Captain America movie, right? Because it it has to come from some point of view, and I think the the bit about really what cements it as a Captain America movie for me is the scene at Peggy's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where, 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 um, Sharon gives him that speech of when the world says, you know, move, you say, no, you move that, that speech cements it as a captain America movie. Yeah. And, and makes it a good one and, and gives it the, the thematic weight that it needs. And then when he makes his choices, it's, it's choices based on something passed from Peggy. And mm-hmm. and that's a nice moment. Now, mm-hmm. Peggy, rest in peace. 
Peggy's two-season mm. TV show. Also, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh, well. But, you know, we out of this movie, not this movie, but we did have the Agent Carter one shot. So that was pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's good stuff. Peggy Carter, great character. She dies here. Okay, that's not great. But no. <laughs> um, but, but it, it does it, give it the thematic weight. And it's interesting because the bad guy of this show, of this movie, is, is Iron Man. Is he? More or less. It, it, I, I understand what you are saying that more or less he is, but it's kind of like saying he, he, yes, he is the bad guy. He is the anti antagonist. He's the anti protagonist. Anti protagonist. Wouldn't that be the antagonist? No, it's slightly different. Okay. Now this is a, this is a Dan O'Bannon thing. Uh, Dan O'Bannon is the writer of alien and blue thunder and and some other stuff and he wrote a screenwriting book that is really really good i can't remember the title but go to amazon look up dan o'bannon screenwriting um it'll bring up this book it's a really really good book and he has this kind of um there's a slight difference between the anti-protagonist and the antagonist the anti-protagonist is actually someone who is not a bad guy but who is against your main character so then his by that definition and, and the antagonist would be Zemo Zemo. Well, yeah. And I don't even know if he's really the antagonist really. Well, he's the one who's pulling all the strings to make all the bad stuff happen. And then Iron Man is the one who is doing all the things to block Captain America from doing what he needs to do. And then yes. you have Captain America who is there to do the things, to do the right things, to make the choices that push the movie. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, he, he, I guess what's interesting about this movie to me is that it, it could have almost been a Tony Stark movie. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, the second half of this movie is really, you could have, you could have lifted that out and put in the Tony Stark element of it. And it could, it still would have played the same, I think. Um, all three of the characters that we talked about have a very good motivations to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so Tony Stark is doing the stuff that he's doing because he sees someone who has been hurt by him, you know, and, and he's, he's trying to, to make up for that. Meanwhile, Steve Rogers is seeing something that's being done. That's wrong. And it's being done right now. And, and he sees it as wrong. And so he's doing and then Zemo, he also has very good reason to hate people because of of his own loss. Right. So Right. And yeah, everybody has a very interesting um and very purposeful motivations. Uh so let me ask you this. Do you feel like it was maybe too crowded? Yes. That's the one ding, I think, is that there's just so much going on and so many characters, so many new characters. And so you've got a villain a villain that we need to understand. We've got Black Panther showing up, Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, just all these all these characters. And it is an Avengers movie. And, and part of the thing for me is the solo movies are what make the Avengers movies worth seeing. 
mm-hmm. is we see the solo movies where they're doing their own thing and then they group up, they team up. Mm-hmm. And, and this is kind of bypassing that a little bit. Right. I, I feel like the addition of Spider-Man, although it worked and the addition of black Panther, although it worked made the movie almost overfilling over full. Um, it, <sighs> I almost didn't need their backstory as much. I just needed them to show up and fight on one side or the other. It would have been nice to have had, I don't know how well it would have worked, but potentially it would have been nice to have had the Spider-Man movie and the Black Panther movie before this. And let this be Avengers three. Right. And so then, okay, here's the big team up movie, but it's the big team up and fight movie. And then of course this is, you know, Monday morning quarterback, but have the movie end with Thanos arriving or something. And, and then infinity war is, is the, you know, the Avengers four. And then I, I don't know. I mean, the movie itself that we got is a good movie, but there mm-hmm. is just so much stuff in it that it is very hard to uh, – they, they definitely follow Steve. They definitely follow Tony. Um, it, just, it just gets so bloated in the middle. But that's also one good thing. Act one is very clean, very streamlined. Act two is where it gets all huge and bloated and you've got Black Panther and Spider-Man and Ant-Man and they're all showing up and they're all, you know, Hawkeye. They're, they're all, was Hawkeye there? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Um, and then Remember, act, he's pulling his punches. That's right. And then act three is we're back to the main conflict between uh, Tony and, and Steve. And, and we actually get back to this kind of cleaner, more streamlined situation. And well, the, the conflict is more defined. You know, you have yeah. you have uh, Tony against um Tony against Steve with Bucky in the middle. And, and that's really where that comes down to it, you know? Um, and, and, and yeah, the scene in the middle, the, the act two bits of it, you know, at the air, at the airport is visually amazing. Right. But there's so much going on that you kind of just get bombarded with it and then sort of things settle down and that makes perfect sense. So I, I, I liked it. I wanted to see more of it. But at the same time, I'm glad we didn't see more of it because that's what's going to happen in Infinity War. Yeah, We're just gonna, yeah. It's going to be jam-packed all the time. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to have those quiet moments. Like the battle scene with Cap and Tony at the very end, that is – that's a huge thing. And it's visually very stunning and it's emotionally raw and yes. unnerving. And you have these two friends who you've seen, you know, for 10 years, really like 10 years. And and you've grown up with them and you've seen them interact with each other. And, and you've seen the sort of struggle they had, especially in like the Avengers um, first one. And then a little bit in Ultron, right? And so now you have that really coming to a head. Um, and that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and that works. And if – Act three fell apart for me, then act two wouldn't be as forgivable for being so stuffed, you know? Right. But it is and does work. And so act two, I'm good with. And I, and I like that, 
you know, the end of the end of the movie where T'Challa, T'Challa, Black Panther forgives Zemo or maybe forgives is the wrong ter- wrong word, but doesn't let Zemo out easy, mm-hmm. I guess is a better way to put it. He says, you know, the living aren't done with you yet. I liked that. Oh, I um, love that. That and that and that propels him into Black Panther. Right. That yeah. propels what he needs to do to move forward into, into black Panther. So I love that moment. I, I, it's, it's a weird moment though, because it's this very emotionally important moment um, where we lead up, everything leads up to two emotional crises and two emotional climaxes. And the one emotional climax is just what happens between Iron Man and Captain America and, mm-hmm. and their big battle at the end. And the other one, that we get is uh, Black Panther stopping Zemo from committing suicide. And that's a big, that was a huge emotional scene for me. Like, as I'm watching that, I'm just seeing, uh, first of all, it's interesting because um, they're both coming from places of loss and Zemo, his place of loss is I'm going to get revenge on these people. And Black Panther, his place of loss is he, he lost his father because of Zemo. And he chooses not to seek revenge. He chooses, you know, to, to not even let the guy kill himself. He's, you know, justice is going to take care of you. And I, I love that moment so much. It's just a, it's just a really emotional and an interesting character moment. Mm-hmm. And, and then you've combined that with the Tony, fight you know tony cat mm-hmm. fight scene and and you walk out of this kind of almost emotionally drained a little bit i mean yeah. it it's it hits you hard i mean it makes you sort of have to work through a lot of that well when you come to that moment it's again uh winter soldier took tony's parents mm-hmm. you know i mean it's it's the same kind of loss we're, we're just seeing this the kind of go through and go through and go through and so now tony's in the same place and, but S- Steve knows this wasn't him. It wasn't him who did it. He wasn't in control of himself. And so you are mm-hmm. trying to punish this man who technically speaking, yes, the body of this man did the thing that you saw, but the mind of this man, the man himself did not choose to do that. Maybe. Um, but That's. Based on everything that, that Steve knows, you know? And so, yeah, he is. That's, that's maybe one problem I have with this movie. And it's a, it's a small minute thing. We have the rule of law, right? You know, the rule of law says that you, you know, if your body commits a crime, you're held accountable for it. Um, And cap essentially sidesteps that, and then he goes off and 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 does a, um, you know, it, he basically becomes a war criminal, which is brought up later in Spider-Man Homecoming. And that's pretty funny, you know, yeah, reference. Yeah. But um, he basically becomes the antithesis of good and law abiding and, and becomes a vigilante. Yes and, and no. I mean, there is something to what you're saying, except I will say there are people who have extenuating circumstances where they are found not guilty of committing a crime because of being under the influence of, um, a mental illness or, you know, and, 
And so there is, there is, there's grace in the law for extenuating circumstances. And, right. and that's, that's where Steve is coming from. Right. But over on Netflix, we've got, you know, daredevil season two with the Punisher and then the Punisher series where, where, you know, Frank Castle takes the law into his own hands. Just literally takes the law into his uh-huh. own hands. Now I'm not comparing the two, but I'm saying it's a, it's an interesting um, dichotomy to look at, right? You're you, both, both guys are taking the law into their own hands. And one of the scenes I loved in the, in the civil war comics series, and I can't remember which book it was in. So please don't try to quote me on that was Frank Castle and Captain America have a conversation about, we're both doing the same thing. We're both fighting for what we believe in. Um, and Cap kind of takes him to task a little bit. He's like, but I'm not indiscriminately killing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I would love, I would have loved to have seen them meet at some point and, and have that conversation. But alas, I don't even think my Tigger ability is, is, is that strong. Are you doing the metaphor on this show too? We got to find a new metaphor. No, we really don't. Yes. It works. It works so well. We can find a new metaphor in 10 days. How about that? All right. All right. Well, I I will work hard to figure out a new metaphor by the time we get Avengers when I'm proven right about all the things I've said over on Welcome to Level 7. Then you'll be the Tigger and I'll be the Eeyore. I will not be the Tigger. I will be, again, Christopher Robin or Kanga. (laughs) I will just stand here nicely and just be like, yes, I was right. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So pop quiz. Okay. Where are the infinity oh, stones? Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's see. There's one in Vision. There's, yeah. There's one in Asgard. Uh-huh. That's the Space Stone. The Nova Corps have one. That's the Power Stone. Uh-huh. The... And, and- and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a gimme on this. Um, technically, we have not watched uh, Doctor Strange yet, so this you know oh, that's right. Cap three came before Doctor Strange, so you only have one more. Uh, the Collector. Mm-hmm. He's got the Reality Stone. Yeah. All right. So yes, that's where that's where the all the Infinity Stones are right now, um, and you know. The next episode, we'll find out what Doctor Strange has up his sleeves or wearing around his neck. So, <laughs> I love that movie so much. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for rewatching Captain America Civil War with us. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to share your thoughts with us, head on over to welcome to level 7com forward slash feedback, where you'll find a great many ways to keep this conversation going. Yes. Welcome to the Infinity Initiative is a member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Once again, thank you for listening. Next episode, Doctor Strange. Ooh, I love that movie so much!